Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Disciples Quest. I'm William. And I'm Emily. This and episode is being recorded on my cell phone because our place is getting fumigated. Yes, you can probably tell the quality is pretty low. And we're not going to really edit it, I guess. Yeah, right? we're probably not going to edit this, honestly. I mean, I figured like releasing a few minutes of us just talking is better than nothing at all. Um, Especially when I promised that we'd have episodes all of August. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ideally, I mean, we probably would have been fine if we just sent an email out saying, like, hey, or... But they don't get emails. It's uh, social media, but I haven't touched that for a bit. Oops. Yeah, so, um... Okay, I guess I'll tell you guys about, like, what's happening, I guess, with the fumigation. That's all I can think of at the moment. Um, basically, we we found roaches. Uh, or we found a roach uh, scurrying across our counter. And, uh... Called well, the caretaker. we were already told like a couple of days before that there was an outbreak of cockroaches in one of the suites across from us. So they put out like sticky trap tester things. Um, but then I saw a roach on the counter when I was going to cut up some bananas to freeze. So Yeah, that's right. So I just texted the caretaker and he said he was going to come in and fumigate. And for anyone out there that hasn't had to deal with that... Um, uh, basically, what that means, at least for us here in Canada, is we have to uh, move, move everything, everything away into the, from the walls. <laughs> basically, everything goes in the center of the center of the room, like a big Tetris puzzle, and you have to like you know clean and and it's like a whole thing like. And then they spray the walls. Yeah, they spray like the walls and the the floor, and stuff like that, and they might put a paste that uh, is poisonous to the roaches and things like that. So. So that was like a whole thing. So and guess so, where we're staying? Well, they, they didn't know that yet. So basically, <laughs> you have to stay there. You have to stay away from for 24 hours at least. Um, and so we decided to stay with uh, our boy, Justin Scobovius, because we didn't have anywhere else to go. And his parents have a nice house with a basement we can stay in for a bit. And we decided to extend the stay because... Uh, because we're planning on moving, actually, uh, into this neighborhood. And so we decided to stay Possibly. here for a little while uh just to see what just so i could i mean i've lived in this area before so i'm just showing my wife what it's like and uh then that way it gives us time to it gives us time to just move things back into place at our apartment slowly because i like i it's work pretty be, close there yeah. so after work i've just been kind of going back there and and um cleaning up and moving things around so so that's where we're at now that's why there's no podcast it's been uh, a hectic week, week because after you prepare for that, like I said, you have to go for a day and then come back and and you know basically you're basically basically it's like moving in again. So it's just been it's been busy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Is there anything that you want to talk about, Emily? Yeah, um, I have a couple things we could do, like little talks. <laughs> um, first of all, I just want to talk a little bit about how God knows your thoughts. He knows them, man. He listens to you. <laughs> because, okay, so lately I've been worrying a little bit about finances because Will and I wanted to get a house. So just thinking more about money and how that could happen in the future. And then thinking about how I'm a missionary. And I don't know, I worry about my funds sometimes because, you know, you get money in and then who knows people are going to give again. So <laughs> we'll see. So being someone who tends to have anxious thoughts, that adds on to it sometimes, even though it's kind of silly to think about 
because, you know, I'm okay for now, and I'm sure if God wants me to continue in ministry, he's keep on providing, right? But when I was in church on Sunday, I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know, oh, finances, blah, like during the church service. But it was just a, like a small, small thought. But then afterwards, when I went up for being on the prayer team, I prayed for someone, and afterwards, because it was just someone that I met for the first time who's, I guess, coming new to the church, and he said that he used to support someone at YFC in Ontario um, because the pastor introduced us that that Sunday and said that I work at YFC. So uh, afterwards, this guy was like, um, that, that person doesn't work there anymore. It's just going to general funds. I'd like to transfer my support to you. And it's like, what? <laughs> this guy doesn't even know me. He Like, he's new to the church. But he's like, yeah, 25 bucks a month. And, I, you know, just things like that. And then after prayer time, I went down a different staircase than usual to get to, uh, like, our coffee and dainty time after the service. And I saw a woman in the stairwell who I've prayed for before and know a bit about what she's going through. She doesn't have a job at this time. But she said that she wants to give to me when she does have a job. And I was like, wow, that's two people on one Sunday, like, in a row, saying that they want to support me. Um, and I haven't had people say they want to support me for a bit, like, you know, just interactions like that. So it was just really interesting because, like, what? God heard me during the church service thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. Any thoughts? Awesome. Uh, no, no thoughts. I mean, God is faithful, right? I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's always going to give us what we want. Um, but he gives us what we, you know, what what's needed, I guess, right? That could be different things, but... Um, if his calling for you is to be in ministry, then he'll provide for that. So, um, I think, and I think, you know, you've done lots of praying about be, uh, going into ministry well before that happened. And I think you felt led by the spirit that you should be in ministry. And so trusting God that he'll provide, uh, very important. Right. So, yeah. And uh, if anybody listening to the podcast has any examples of when something has happened to them, where they were thinking something, and then God was like, ha, I'm going to show you right now, uh, leave it in our comment section, like on social media or something, because I'd like to hear some more examples. That's awesome. Uh, hmm. Yeah, now I kind of wish I had prepared something uh, to talk about. What should I talk about? Let's see. You know, I've been trying to get into, like, back into the routine because I kind of fell out of it for a bit. I was doing pretty good for a while of like, just mm-hmm. reading the Bible on a daily and basis. We were even reading it before bed, like consistently for like a week here and there. Yeah. It happens, but then and even like just fall out of it. And even like I had kind of a routine of researching the Bible, like not research, like studying the Bible pretty regularly. I kind of fell out of that a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get back into it. And um, I've been like, I, I, I have this like, this app called Todoist, maybe productivity freaks out there have heard of it. <laughs> it's a pretty common, like, it's a app. GTD? Uh, I mean, that's just, a GTD is a system that just happens to work well with Todoist. I don't know if, uh, a GTD is more like a, uh, you can do it on, a, like, a, a piece of paper if you want to. Which is get things done. Yeah, getting things done, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's, so I added this extension to it called Habit Tracker that basically you can make a task into, a, like, a daily habit type of thing. It tracks how many times you've done it. So have you done um, 
Well, I just I just integrated it in today, so oh. I'm going to start today. Uh, I got some other things on there too, some like exercise and even meditating, um, mindfulness stuff. Yeah. Other than that, not nothing too much. I think it's about- like obviously super important that we do meditate in God's Word and read the Bible every day, and um, preferably even study it every day too. Well, yeah. I mean, I always ha- I haven't kept up to the standard, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's uh, really important. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. I don't know. I find it difficult to keep habits going. I don't know. Something about reading the Bible often is just it gets put on the back because, I don't know, you think you're going to read before bed, but then you get too tired and you're like, zombie. Um, I don't know. So well, it's like other things that are really good for you in life. It's easy to put exercise. on the back shelf. Like eating eating vegetables or something, eating healthy, drinking water, drinking lots of water. Yeah. That's another one. So it's like people could just say like, I, I get, I get where people say it's like, well, you're not prioritizing God enough. And I completely agree. Um, and uh, I guess, but it's not just God. It's basically anything that's a good for you. That isn't immediately gratifying. It's easy for humans to put it on the back shelf. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You wanted to talk about it, about your try softer, uh, book you've been reading yeah, lately, Yeah, sure. Uh, so I just finished reading Try Softer. I mentioned it in an episode. I think we were talking about speaking in tons. Um, and uh, it's by Andy Colbert. And she um, is like a psychologist, I think, or whatever you'd call it. Like, you know, someone you'd go to for counseling. Right, yeah. Um, so she has a lot of good experience. And I like this book a lot because it talks about... Um, like how to try softer instead of harder. So what that means is like uh, compassionate attention to yourself, your emotions, knowing mm-hmm. who you are as a child of God, talking about things like window of tolerance, your brain things, which um, I don't know. It's all just very interesting. And I read the entire book, finished it yesterday. And I also have uh, The Guided Journey, which is like a, a journaling book that has a lot of questions to dig even deeper. So I found it to be really good because it incorporates like psychology with Christianity and just really trying softer and it's a way of life uh the subtitle in the book says a fresh approach to move us out of anxiety stress and survival mode and into a life of connection and joy so I really recommend it because I'm actually taking things to heart from the book which doesn't usually happen a lot when I read things (laughs) and uh, I was just really into it Um, So one thing that I really took away from it was how God sees us as beloved and he wants us to see ourselves as beloved too and recognize that we do have value and not listen to like the inner critic and things like that and just living a life where you're resilient and you know you get through things um, by relying on God and surrendering, surrendering to him I think is a huge thing that I need to work more on and probably <laughs> lots of people do so yeah and things like even talking about like uh, mind body connection which is something that Will's been thinking about lately too if you want to tell him about your meditation stuff that you've been looking into uh just that meditation basic oh uh, well so and it's not new age meditation weird stuff yeah I mean there's <laughs> there's definitely like a, a connection but I mean I, I guess maybe I should address that first. So meditation has been like, you know, very rightly associated with like new agey uh, kind of stuff. I think religions all across, like, so most of the world is carved up into one religion or another, right? Um, and all across time. 
like we're, we're pretty geared to, to being religious, I think, as people, to, to having faith of some kind. Um, so over time, people have come across tools, whether it be like medicinal um, or like psychological tools or physical tools or whatever, and they might attribute that to religion. Um, so like yoga is like, what is that, like Buddhist or something? Uh, does that, but that just, so yoga though has a number of benefits because it's basically just stretching. Um, and focusing on your breath too is a really good thing. Is that also part of yoga? From what I've learned, like I took a social work meditation course like back in university. So from what I remember, it was a lot of uh, thinking about breath work. Yeah, okay. And yoga was a part of our course too. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, all right, there you go. Well, I don't so, know. I feel like it's all pretty similar ideas. Yeah, so yoga is essentially stretching. So you don't actually have to do yoga to stretch. Now, but what would we say that yeah, stretching in general is like uh, demonic because, you know, it's, it's kind of loosely connected to yoga, which is essentially just certain poses and stretches that I guess represent yeah, animals and things like that. I'm not into yoga because I mm-hmm. feel like it has those bad vibes. But you would stretch, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. It's like I don't, I don't do yoga, but uh, I, I stretch <laughs> before <laughs> working out and stuff like that. So... So there's that. Uh, another thing is like meditation. Um, and so like, I mean, different ways you can meditate, right? You can do, you can like chant mantras, I guess. Um, maybe yeah. that's the new agey type of thing. Well, or... it doesn't have to be chanting mantras like, I give the world love, I send love to, you know. Love, positive vibes. Because, okay, a good example um, is actually from Trisofter. Mm-hmm. So Andy said, um, like, you can do your own loving kindness meditation where you're focusing on like God instead of like the like I send these good vibes out so it's more like um thinking about um a person and being like may William feel Christ's love today may William feel yeah Christ's presence Christ's peace Christ what's the other one can't remember what the other one was but yeah it was like you know just kind of making it actually fit to yeah what I don't know how to describe it I understand what you're saying making it fit into your situation I guess or like yeah and not doing like the weird like I don't know speaking to the universe kind of stuff but instead speaking to God and yeah um even with breath you can meditate in God's word people say how um like I've heard different places including in this book that um our breath is like saying God's name, right? So you breathe in, it's like Yah and out way. So when I'm focusing on my <laughs> breath, I go Yahweh, like focusing on God while I'm breathing in and out. And I find that actually helps me. That was in Try Softer? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, so basically like meditating, what it is, is it's focusing on something that's external from yourself. And then it's whenever you notice yourself drifting, you bring yourself back to that. And so what happens is you become an observer. You start to observe your thoughts. You become an observer, not... And you stop being swept away with your thoughts over time, right? So at first, when you first do it, it's really hard. So you can focus on something like your breath. You can focus on, like I said, a mantra. You can focus, It could be anything, really. Um, yeah. And then you focus on that. Uh, one way to do it is to focus on your breath and maybe envision like a circle or a balloon that as you breathe out, it gets bigger. And as you breathe in, mm-hmm. or breathe out, it gets smaller. As you breathe in, it gets bigger. Yeah. Uh, something like that. And as you begin to drift, like you start to think about something else, you, you try to notice that and catch it and then bring yourself back to back to your breath and so, so William why would someone want to meditate like what are the benefits uh so um well I mean I can't give like I've, I've read like different articles and stuff on it in the past and this is different podcasts on it in the past and um it's got like a number of benefits and honestly anyone that 
out there could uh, could look it up and probably get much more detailed articulate information from people mm-hmm. that are more qualified to talk about it than me. But I can just give you like a summary of what I've learned recently on it from this podcast. Uh, so there's this podcast I was listening to with um, this like psychiatrist, psychologist. I don't know. Um, Where she was uh, interviewed. Yeah. So Ariel Garten, basically. And that's uh, spelled A-R-I-E-L. Uh, that's the first name. And G-A-R-T-E-N. And um, she's being interviewed for a product she actually made called Muse, which is just like a headband you put on. And it's basically just an EEG. Like technology is getting better these days. So you can actually make portable EEG things that you put on your head that just kind of reads your brain and it helps you to meditate by playing music um, when you're focused on something. And then when you begin to drift, it detects it. And then it, it may be it, like the music, it puts in like thunderstorms into the music or something <laughs> like that. That basically, so you begin to realize, oh, I'm, I'm drifting. And you bring your focus back. It's really expensive though. But basically, um, she was just uh, talking about what it does. And so there's like this thing called a cerebral cortex in your brain, I guess. Um, and there's a thing called the amygdala. And um, the amygdala s- signal often overpowers the cerebral cortex, right? Which is why people let themselves get controlled, or maybe not let themselves necessarily, but they get controlled by their emotions. Mm-hmm. And so the more you meditate, um, the more you're able to. The more you meditate, the more you become an observer, I guess, of your thoughts and how you feel and what you're thinking at the time. And that just me, it just gives you power over it, right? You're not being swept away with it. You're not in the moment. You're becoming an observer of it. And so what Ariel was saying was that uh, what she's seen consistently across the board through looking at studies is that people that meditate regularly for long, uh, long periods of time, I guess, long term, is that they're able to get in touch with their cerebral cortex and much um, like much quicker, much easier when something unexpected happens that would usually suddenly have their emotions take over. So they're less likely to get angry when something happens. They're much more likely to stay calm. And that's just because they can be an observer of their, it, it, it's easier for them to be an observer of their emotions and know what's happening in their body and then seeing uh, how, they're, how they're thinking. They just know themselves a little bit better. And, um, and that's really what like, honestly, it, it basically just staying focused, I guess, having a laser-like focus on what the problem is instead of, being swept away by your emotions, which is what meditating is, right? You're, it's about focus. It's about staying focused. It's about uh, letting go. Like when you when it, when you're something starts to sweep you away, a feeling or a thought, you just become an observer, mm-hmm. and that gives you power over it. And so I find it so hard. Whenever I've tried meditating in the past, I would like quit really fast. Yeah, for sure. And now, now if you want to go look into like Ariel's uh, work, um, I already spelled it out. You can like look her up and. And she's able to articulate things much better than me. So this is just like a quick uh, maybe summary, summary I guess, like mm-hmm. of, what, of what she's talking about and like uh, what uh, what I've been looking into lately. And how I think meditating could like benefit me and, and Emily. Um, and but possibly honestly, you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But honestly, Christians have been doing that forever. Uh, like spending hours in prayer. And that's a thing that Christians have been doing. Like um, not even necessarily hours, but like. There's churches often will have programs or whatever where they'll have a day a week where they'll meditate for like an hour or something like that or an hour or two. And like Christians in general, it's generally encouraged to spend long periods of time in prayer, which I I assume probably has (laughs) many of the benefits that meditation or mindfulness, I think they call it, is. So, Like even my workplace, 
we get one day a month that's a prayer day. So just be spending time with God and praying and stuff on that day. So I did that yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might not be exactly the same thing. I'm not really sure, but mm-hmm. it's probably like, I don't know. They, they probably share times. benefits. Yeah, of prayer. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it makes you more aware too when you focus on God rather than what's inside of you only. Yeah, and I suppose if you are trying to do it right, you would probably try to like stay focused on God, yeah, and try to bring yourself back to it whenever mm-hmm. you'd be in the drift. So maybe. Yeah. I guess it depends on how oh, you pray. I'm so bad at drifting. So yeah, maybe meditating something. I mm-hmm. should try to continue my retention of uh, attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, yeah, sorry for this episode not being very Disciples Quest E. But, uh, I mean, that's what you get when <laughs> you get a sudden fumigation of, uh, of the apartment. So we didn't really have that much. We basically had the weekend. They told us that it was going to happen on the weekend. And so... Well, like, they uh, told us that and then oh, it sorry, happened before, on Wednesday. Yeah, before the weekend. But it was a long weekend. And we had a bunch of plans for the long weekend. So um, we did those. And then we jumped right into just getting the apartment ready for, for the fumigation. So, mm-hmm. all right. Anything yeah. else you want to say, Em? Uh, just let's pray, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, God, thank you that we're able to do this podcast, even if it is on a phone this time. Uh, thank you for our listeners. Provide for them. Bless them. Help them to have your guidance and to follow your guidance to act on where you're leading them in their lives. Help them to trust in you. And thank you that you always provide a way through. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, that's all we have time for today, guys. You can find this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We have a website. Uh, web. Web.cookstory.life. <laughs> yeah. There's a Disciples Quest section there. Actually, there isn't a Disciples Quest section there because I haven't put anything in it yet. Uh, there will be something soon, though, when I port all the blogs over. I should get started on that. But anyway, um, if you want to reach out to us, you can uh, email us at disciplesquest.cookstory.life. And we have social media still right now. Yeah, it's still Disciples Quest. Okay, excellent. And you can reach out to us over that as well. Um, That's all, guys. And may God guide you on your quest to becoming better disciples. Bye, guys. Bye.